what's going on? This is Baldo. Welcome to Modern Mayhem. Remember to visit us at modernmayhemshow.com. Also available on Tumblr. And please make sure to visit iTunes and submit a review. And also rate our show with some of those little stars. That would really help out my cause. All right, thanks for tuning in. Let's start the show. The problem with evil. The world at large could be a very dangerous place. For some, the need to survive brings about more violence and competition. For others, there is this underlying force that motivates people to do bad acts. Evil force that motivates and influences people to go against their good nature, if you will. Question is, is evil itself real in this world? Is it an actual thing? And if it is, then what is it? Is it some metaphysical, supernatural force entity that that influences the physical world that we live in? Where does it live? What is the nature of evil? So that's what we're going to investigate in today's show. Now, the problem of evil is an ancient argument against basically the existence of God. Now, what I want to do is go and look at the history of evil itself and also look at the traditional problem of evil. Right. In philosophy or religion, the problem of evil is an argument that tries to reconcile in, in a way the existence of God with, with evil in the world. If there is a God, why is there evil in the world is really the basic question. But before we get into the traditional problems of evil and the different versions that we have and some of the solutions and some of the answers to that discussion, I want to get into a little history of evil forces. Right. So starting in early history with you know the ancients, right, we had these mythical gods and Mount Olympus and, and you know, even before that, we have many characters in, in the ancient world that had divine powers and divine existence, right? So we start off with those guys, right? We start off with mythical gods. And, and really, when something bad happened to the people down here, it was really because of the anger of those mythical gods, right? It was their attitude. We angered the gods, so they punish us. I mean, it's not raining. There's a drought. It what's, must be that Zeus is angry about something. That was kind of one of the earliest formulations of evil being its own entity. You know, Hades, the place where the souls of those that disobeyed the gods ended up earliest form of hell, right? the pre-Christian idea of hell, this place where all the bad souls would remain for all eternity. And right? then again, Christianity comes along and with the Christian view, we have monotheistic version of God, but we also have this monotheistic version of evil, the devil, Satan. So Christianity brings upon another character to our world where we can now focus our evil acts or evil influences on. The issue though is that I think that's where we get to see the, the modern problem of evil that we will discuss further, this idea that, wait, isn't God all powerful and you know can't he stop the devil can't he just kind of you know say okay i'll not make you exist or i mean god didn't god know that the devil was gonna do some bad stuff and she doesn't god know everything that's gonna happen he's all powerful right so why didn't he stop satan from existing why did he allow the creation of satan so that begs the question too and that becomes a problem too as far as the history of evil is concerned right that's where it begins now from that point on we fast forward to the colonies in the united states where we had the witches in salem practicing black magic Magic, right, which was immoral and anti-Puritan, right? This idea that we have to be pure, not live a sinful life. It's also this idea that we were born into this world with sin and we have to kind of eliminate it and, and women who weren't as Christian, I think, um, that were being killed in the name of these Puritan traditions. And that was our evil of that time. You know, then we also could talk about the Enlightenment, right? When we finally say, okay, let's really think about what's bad and what's evil in this world and the powers that be. 
right? So in the Enlightenment, we actually started to to look at kings and dictatorships and these authoritative institutions. Ah, perhaps the, the Catholic Church or the Christian Church, whatnot. They're taking money. They're very powerful. Perhaps institutions are evil. Right? Perhaps government or these authoritarian type of governments, perhaps that is the face of evil. And that led to thinking about ourselves and the Enlightenment really broke us from traditional institutionalized views of the world, right? In general, we started thinking for ourselves. When we started doing that, when we started breaking away from institutionalized notions of, of evil, then we really, I think, looked upon ourselves, right? The Industrial Revolution came along. We started looking at this mechanical type of life, this unnatural type of life. So from that point on, we started looking at you know, monsters and, and made up creatures and unnatural forces as well. We got started getting Frankenstein and back at Dracula and all these unnatural monsters, perhaps as a relation to the industrial um, nature of, of the time. We started getting into the 20th century and, and thinkers like Freud talking about, yeah, there are inner demons, there are inner forces that influence us. The ego, the id, right? These inner desires. Again, responsibility is now placed in the inner human, right? Nietzsche proclaimed that God is dead. This God is dead notion is a very popular and controversial one, but what does it really mean? What it means is that the idea of God, that us placing responsibility on a supernatural being was not needed anymore by man, that we can now put the blame and the responsibility on us. The reason why we committed sin was not because of supernatural forces, right? The reason why we do good is not because of our rewards and then the life thereafter, right? So God is dead really meant that the responsibility is not placed on us. But then what about evil? Did it cease to exist when God ceased to exist for mankind? Right? We started getting men like Hitler, right? We started seeing destruction, you know, in vast quantities. We started seeing world wars, World War II, some of the deadliest fighting that man has ever seen. We are responsible for for the problem of evil here and then the 50s came along 60s right? more like the 40s and 50s i think where music started becoming a factor in what evil is rock and roll became the devil's music and elvis shaking his hips oh no that is evil perhaps this revolution in in, in our freedom of existence really played along to some some people's fears right the sexual revolution we're not going to be puritans anymore we're not going to be closeted free sexual creatures anymore we're going to let it out let it hang out free love that's right? so the love movement and all that good stuff happened as a response was rock and roll the devil's music i mean i mean that's even silly to think right like the devil has a hand in in, in chord progressions and melodies and beats and tempos right just because it moves a little faster or a little slower than usual well that's evil in musical form. Nah, man, come on. Right, so we now needed a new scapegoat for the badness, the evil in the world. From that rock and roll, the devil's music, we went on to fight communism, right? This anti-capitalism. And we started looking at communism as an evil, right? The Red Scare and all that stuff. Now, can a economic system be considered an evil force is really the question. I mean, we went to Vietnam, we started fighting and killing and bombing stuff for, for what? For an idea? For our economy? Capitalism versus communism? Financial, financially dependent ideas? I mean, that's really what we're fighting. And if you don't believe in capitalism, then you are considered evil, right? So from that communistic wars, I mean, we that went on for a little bit, right? The Cold War, the, the idea that we can have atomic weapons and the world can be destroyed not only by a financial economic platform, but also the weapons that those communists have as well. So the Cold War, they had the bombs, we had the bombs. We were the good guys, they were the evil guys. And 
sure they felt the same, vice versa. That ended sometime in the, the 80s, and then a new evil came along. We started seeing it early on with smaller acts, right, terrorism. But it wasn't until 9-11 where we actually saw it as a great evil, right? The terrorists were the new scapegoats for evil. I mean, and it's obvious, right? I mean, they performed really heinous, horrible acts to get their point across. Right? 9-11 was a horrible attack. I mean, it, it just influenced the views of so many people around the world and really kind of shown the evil within us. The question is, is evil now a matter of, of public policy? Is it diplomacy or lack thereof that is evil? Right? So now we have a global look at evil as you know, this idea that terrorism, anti-Western type of thinking is evil. From that point on, right, we responded with war, but we responded with, you know, government surveillance, security programs that hopefully would stop terrorists from completing their tasks, right? Foiling plots was the new game. It seemed like we went a little too far, or the government did, and they started tapping everybody, they started tapping their phones, your email, your messages, and that became evil. Privacy, or lack thereof, right? Lack of freedom, the new evil in, in what it is now in the current world, right? We had these people needing to leak government documents and as a response to the evil of the government strangle, of the government hand and the government eye and big brother looking over your shoulder, that was a new evil for most people, right? So, again, in conclusion, it seems like this evil takes on many forms. That badness, pain, and suffering is brought on by many forms. I think there is no doubt that there are things that we don't like. There is no doubt that there are things that cause us to suffer, right? But we are looking at the nature and the cause for that suffering, right? Some people call it evil. Some people call it the devil. Some people call it the dark side, right? Some people call it, you know, some people just say it's just a balance of nature. So now I want to get into some of the more traditional arguments when we talk about the traditional problem of evil, right? So the traditional problem of evil, again, is the problem in the philosophy of religion that questions the existence of evil with a deity. Epicurus talked about God and evil cannot really, should not, logically should not exist in the same world. I mean, if there is a God, then evil doesn't exist. But obviously there's, obviously there's evil in the world, so therefore God must not exist, right? If an all-powerful and perfectly good God exists, then evil does not. There is evil in the world. Therefore, an all-powerful and perfectly good God does not exist, right? So the problem of evil tries to reconcile the attributes of God. I mean, that's really the important part of the problem, right? The nature of God versus the nature of evil, right? That's really what we need to be looking at. So the, the more modern versions, the more refined versions of the problem of evil talk about how God has three major characteristics, right? He's omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing, omnibenevolent, meaning he's, he's always good, good natured. So if God is all powerful, he could stop any evil act from happening by sheer force. If God is all knowing, then God would know when evil is going to happen. He knows the past, the future, and everything in between. And if God is omnibenevolent, God is naturally good, then he would want to stop evil, right? He has a desire to stop it. So God is all powerful, could stop it. Omniscient knows when it's going to happen. And his omnibenevolent would want to stop it, but yet evil still persists. God doesn't stop evil or all of the evil, right? So either some of these attributes don't make sense or, you know, we're going to have to remove some of them or what, right? So either God is not all powerful or maybe he doesn't know exactly when evil is going to happen. Maybe he's not all-knowing or maybe he doesn't want to stop it which is i think the worst case for people maybe god is not a good god he's an evil god and lets evil happen because he wants it to happen right so the reconciliation of the attributes is really the modern problem of evil right which attributes are you willing to let go of now there are various responses to the problem of evil. a couple of these i want to get into right so the first response to the problem of evil is one that c.s lewis alvin plantinga talked about in the 20th century which is this idea of free will now imagine 
imagine a world where there was no evil, that all there was was peace and, and good stuff, right? So pe some people would say, yeah, that's awesome. A world without evil, a world without suffering, that is great. But is it? Now, if you did not have the choice to commit bad stuff or commit evil, and all you had was the choice to do good, one, would you have actual free will? If you can only choose to do good, is that really a choice? And two, would you even know what goodness is? It seems like you need bad and good to know of each, right? You know, you appreciate the good times because of the bad times you've had and vice versa, right? You know the bad times because of the good times you've had. If you eliminate one of those ideas, then the other one becomes obsolete as well. If there was no evil or bad in the world, would we even know that the world is good? The only way we know what goodness is, is due to the fact that we know what badness is. So we would not know the difference between good and evil if one was absent we'd be ignorant to to both and two we wouldn't have free will and i don't think people are ready to let go of their free will to to make an argument here right we have the choice to do either good or bad right so that is kind of the first response so therefore evil is necessary in this world and more importantly is compatible with the argument that there is a all-powerful, all-knowing, omnibenevolent God, and there is evil. So it's a good response against the traditional problem of evil. So it's a good response against the problem of evil because it's logically sound and it's, it allows for the attributes of the traditional view of God to, to coexist with evil in the world. Another view is looking at evil as the absence of good. Right now, when we, when we think about some of the physical nature of our universe, right, we can understand how there's polarity there, there's there's balance in a way when we look at something that's hot and when we look at something that's cold we can see them as complete opposites but when something is cold we think about it as an absence of heat right we don't say oh this has a lot of coldness in it what we really mean is that there's a lack of heat in it right it's it's like when we look at darkness and light Right? In the dark room, we don't say, oh, there's a lot of darkness in here. We, we really say there's not enough light in here. It's not like when you close a box, you're trapping darkness in there. What it is, is that you have an absence of light in the box. Right. So evil as the absence of good is also compatible with the current world we live in. Perhaps there is no actual evil force. Perhaps there is no actual evil in the world. Perhaps it's just an absence of good actions. Right? There is good in the world. It's just when you don't do good, then that's what we call evil. There's no force. It's just an absence of what we should be doing, which is the good, the normal, the rational. Right. So evil as the absence of good is also a response to the traditional problem of evil. Lastly, we can see evil as not this sole entity, but perhaps, again, a, a part of a balance, right? of Taoist view, we need evil because it's part of nature, positive, negative, right? It, it's not a supernatural force. I mean, we have electrons and protons. Some are negative, some are positive. You know, does that, you know, it's, it's, it's just a way of looking at the world, hot, cold, right? dark, light, right? These are morally neutral, I think, ideas. And perhaps good and evil should be the same, right? It's not like you're going to get a trophy when you die and say, oh, you were really good. Here's your reward. Some people might say, well, that's what heaven and that's what hell is for. But in the modern 21st century world we live in, we can see that it's just two different concepts, right? Evil and good might just be considered more along the lines of negative and positive. And both are needed as a balance. It's like a turning wheel with cracks on it. Even though we have bad times, even though we have, you know, things that cause pain you know imagine those being the cracks on the wheel but that does not stop the wheel from turning now obviously when some people have more cracks on their wheel if you will you know if you have too many well then yeah your wheel's gonna fall apart your life's gonna fall apart so you have a lot of bad stuff happening but again it's just part of the nature of this world so we're trying to look at evil quote unquote in a rational perspective is it really about some entity that's surrounded by fire that has a pitchfork and 
chicken legs and a tail and you know two horns and whatnot is that really the cause for evil in this world or is it us right are we responsible for the good and the bad in our world or perhaps it's just a balance in nature positive negative it's morally neutral it's just the way it is right so there's different ways to look at it and we're trying to figure out what the more rational approach to to evil is personally i feel that evil is more of a lack of thinking that ignorance itself is the evil that i fear Right, that thinking is such a natural humanly thing to do. It's a naturally human thing to do. Yet when we don't do it, that goes against our nature. When we don't think, when we don't rationalize, when we don't reason, that is quote unquote bad. And a lot of the problems I think in this world could be fixed if we just really sit back and think a little bit. If we rationalize about our world, right? perhaps we can fix a lot of our problems and not blame it on some supernatural entities. It's not zeus getting angry right it's not the witches throwing spells on us it's not kings and dictators it's not the government's fault it's you know it's not you know the devil it's not muslims it's not you know it's everybody it's us it's humans we have a naturally competitive side to us and it's survival not all of us are going to be at the top and that struggle to survive and that struggle to be competitive and pass on our genes and and our species it's it's my, perhaps it's not supernatural perhaps badness quote-unquote evil i think it's more natural than we give it credit to be either way again it is up to us so my basic idea here is again it's up to you to be good don't be a douchebag right basically i've talked about this before and it's up to us don't blame it on anything else you have the power to be good whether you believe in a supernatural deity or not you you can have direct influence on the relationships you have here in this world so make sure you act accordingly. I mean, you are responsible for the bad actions as well, right? So you got to treat each other well. You got to treat each other with respect and dignity because, again, you are responsible for the evil in your world. Don't blame it on anybody else. It's up to you. It's your life. Take charge of it. All right, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure to visit us on modernmayhemshow.com. And more importantly, please make sure to visit us on iTunes and, and take a minute to review this podcast. Take a minute to rate at the little stars on iTunes. It's very important and it helps this show move along. It helps this show progress. And really, I'm not asking for money. I'm only asking for a couple seconds of your very important, very busy life to review. This was a good show. Just type that. Give us some stars. And that's really what, what will keep this show going. All right, everybody. Well. Have yourself a good day and be good to one another. All right, see you guys. Bye. Modern Mayhem.